0: Download that app, AnchorFM.com, do you app, Anchor. Welcome to the Virgo Show. I'm Virgo Vaughn, and I'm glad you could make it. It's season two, episode two. It's our grand opening. We have a guest. We have a trending topic, a topic that's trending on Google or wherever you else you want to search it. Quitting a job. I've seen it today. Have you ever quit a job? Have you recently quit a job? Have you ed- ever quit a job? I came across somebody who volunteered to tell a story. And we're all going to be interested to hear. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to get my caller on the line. And just hold on for a second. I'm going to let the music play for a little bit. While I get that together. It's called Follette. Emerson By Mr. Impossible. I got it off of Apple. The album is called Hope kind of like h e r his is h o p e i like it let me get our guests together hello hello,
1: hello. <laughs> How are you?
0: I'm doing just fine, just fine. Well, thank you so
1: much for allowing me on your show.
0: I am Virgo Von from the Virgo Show. What can I call you? You can call me Keish. Keish. Keish works. That's what it says. But everybody got more than one name. I don't know what you want to go by.
1: (laughs) I'm Keish today. (laughs)
0: Okay. Then what do you on on a regular day? (laughs) Keish. I'm expensive. That's what you sound like. You're expensive.
1: Wait, I sound like a, a what?
0: Expensive.
1: Look, I don't know about that.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know which show you shop in.
1: <laughs> Who shops in stores anymore?
0: You're, right. You're very <laughs> right about that. All right. Let's get to the topic at hand. So today's topic is quitting your job. Have you ever quit a job before? Yes. Okay. We're not going to say the people's name because they don't deserve it. You quit them. To the hell with them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck them, shit.
0: <laughs> Tell me about the job that you quit.
1: Well, there's been plenty of them. Um, Give but... the best one. You know, I did have one that someone told me was the best, but I've had one that beat it since then. So, um, Yeah. So, so you just
0: quit any job; it don't matter.
1: Oh no, it don't matter. If I'm look, if I can't get with it, I'm gonna quit it. Period. Fuck it, shit. <laughs> so I think I can tell you about two of them. So the first one, although it wasn't my first time quitting, but my first one, um, I was working in a foreclosure department for a very popular bank. Okay. And I just I did not like the organization there. Um, I had a very short lunch break which wasn't going to work. And it was just so cold in there. And they had a strict policy about not being allowed to wear space heaters. And they had a a strict dress code policy. So I remembered that, and I'm not Muslim. Shout out to Muslims. I have no problem with y'all. And I don't want you to take offense by what I'm going to say. So the area I was working in, it's a very urban area in New Jersey. And uh, shout out to New Jersey. Shout out to New Jersey. I was actually working in in Newark, in the heart section of Newark, near Broad Street. And uh, because it was so cold and they had had a strict dress code, I would wear like sweatpants and all kind of things and stuff to keep myself warm. At a bank? To the bank. Now, here's the thing. I bought one of the Muslim dresses (laughs) (laughs) from downtown Newark. So that it can cover what I was actually wearing on any...
0: And he was trying any damn thing.
1: So, yeah, I was using the Muslim dress to cover up my sweats and everything. Um, and I thought, you know, that'll that'll just do it. But then it's just the work and it just it just wasn't working with me. So I decided, you know what? I know I'm like kind of like, oh, I don't care about things. I don't care about things. I said, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and take lunch and, you know, see how I feel. And that was November of 2012. I'm still on lunch. Um, Wait, you still on lunch? Yes. So, yeah. But at this point, I've decided it's just not for me. Did they ask you? Did they call you, ask you if you was coming back or anything? Here's the thing. I did get calls. I did get calls, and I didn't care. I definitely went to lunch and never came back.
0: Mm. Well, what yeah. the hell did you eat?
1: <laughs> so you quit then because they had poor organization. Poor organization. Um, I, find, I think it was poor working conditions because I should not be freezing, and I shouldn't have to, like, disguise myself as a whole other religion just to stay warm. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Right. That was one. My second best one um, is in 2016, September 2016. So I actually was already, you know, working my regular job. Everything was fantastic there. Zero complaints. Um, One of my friends calls me up like, hey, my company is looking for someone that does what we do. Can you just come? I'm like, well, I'm not leaving where I don't have any issues. Long story short, I left anyway. After going back and forth with them and my current job, I ended up going. Everything was fine and dandy, as it always is, until it's not. Um, I started to get frustrated with the place. <laughs> What's was With one of the, well, actually with two people. With my actual boss, who is the VP and a partner. And then someone in a different apartment that didn't sit far from me. He had like know? this weird obsession with me and my friend. And he just wanted to always know what were we doing on our breaks? Um, why are we taking so long for lunch? And it's like, dude, we don't report to you. It's none of your business. We're allowed an hour. We're going to take every bit of that 59 minutes and 59 seconds. That's our business.
0: Damn.
1: Um, then he started to make issues with me because almost everyone there smoked and they had smoke breaks. So I would go out with my friend for her smoke breaks. He was complaining that I was taking smoke breaks when I don't smoke.
0: <laughs> now, I've heard the opposite at jobs where people don't smoke and they get upset because the non-smokers, the smokers get more breaks because smokers go get, they, they go steal their little break. And if right. your managers, the a supervisor, if your manager smokes, then you kind of allowed
1: to smoke. Right. And I think I may have been if it was if I wasn't the only one, it may have been one other person who did not smoke in the office. So people were always on smoke breaks. So I would go on smoke breaks with my friend. He had an issue with that. And my thing is, we don't report to you. You don't sign the checks. You have zero supervision over us. So anyway, um, this was many years ago in my wilder days where. I'll be drinking on the job, <laughs> showing up late. You say drinking on the job, <laughs> drinking, <laughs> Wait a drinking, yes, drinking, and it wasn't water from the fountain. And you know, I just, I just, I was a wild girl. I, I really used to be a wild I didn't girl.
0: Drink at the job before. I was drinking at the job before.
1: But no, I'm like, like blatantly about. drink at the job. Like already have it like in, you know, we all come with our coffee cups and all that, or our juice cups. My cup was filled with Bacardi and Bacardi 151 and Cranberry. Big cup. Ready for the day. You was not playing. I was not playing. I don't drink that stuff anymore, but so, you know, you know, when you it's levels to drinking, it's So the job drove you to drink? Well, I would drink on the way while I'm driving to the job. Jesus Christ. (laughs) but it's like, it was the environment where you just really need to be chill all the time to just get through the day. So with me, it's like levels to my drinking, I can have my first drink. And then I'm like, Oh, okay, I needed that. It's kind of like your first cup of coffee. Then it's like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling real good. And then it's like, you know, I have all these bright ideas on how I can improve my life. And then there's the last level of my drinking that could either go left or right. If it goes right, I'm going straight to sleep. If it goes left, I'm fighting everybody and their mama. You,
0: you're fighting people.
1: <laughs> so let's just say I was at a level three where my friend comes to me complaining, and I'm having a good day. And I took on her problems, and she was like, blah, 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 so we <laughs> We leave out, and before you ask, yes, she is white. And we leave out, we go grab breakfast, and while we're at breakfast, I'm hyping her up. I'm like, you know what? You definitely are so much better than this. Why are you accepting these things? This is a great story. You know, you're accepting these things. You need to stand up for yourself. Don't let people walk all over you. You know, you're supposed to be happy in your job. If you're not happy, then why are you here? Why are you doing it? She's like, you're so right. You're so right. I'm like, you're damn right. I'm right. Wait, wait.
0: not to cut your story off. Who said you're supposed to
1: be happy at work? I told her she's supposed to be happy at work because you are.
0: Shit, where is that written at?
1: Within me. Why am I going someplace? Oh, and okay. I'm not happy. I'm not staying anywhere. I'm not happy and I don't feel good. It's just not going to happen. I understand. I'm not, I'm not just doing it. But
0: at work, I usually clock out and go home. So I'm staying right. apart. When I don't feel good, I'm, I'm not staying here.
1: And it's not just for work. It's in relationships, in life in general. If you are not happy and you can't find ways to change not being happy, you need to go. I hear that. So, um, anyway, we're walking back. We're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, I, don't, I can't take this anymore. I'm like, so what you want to do? <laughs> she's like, you know, ask them. You know what? You're right. F them. F them. So, we're downstairs going up the ele- waiting for the elevator. She's like, I'm scared. What are you scared for? Where are you scared for? We already discussed this. This is what you're going to do. You peer pressured her. I did not. I gave her sound advice as a friend. Reminded her to be confident and stand up for herself. Okay. Yes. So, elevator, ding! Doors open. Now it's time to walk back to our section of the building on whatever floor we're on. She says, I can't do this alone. Well, what you trying to do? Can you leave with me? I said, I don't have time for these answers what you want to do then this is what we're going to do we're going to walk in we're going to pack our shit and, and we're out. leaving okay so on the way to the car with our stuff I missed something <laughs> we was in the elevator now we're back in the car
0: I want to hear about the fuck you
1: fuck you no, you're was- cool no. Coming with me? no, there was none of that because my whole attitude every day is already fuck you, you're cool and when I was on the elevator I already knew who was coming with me. Yeah, you're right. So, walks in has our breakfast that we just got proceeds to shut down the computer, pack we up all our breakfast too? Oh yes, oh yes because I don't want my breakfast to get cold pack up the stuff, go ahead and walk out like it's nothing. And, you know, there's so much people not doing their job. They're just like all over the place. They didn't realize immediately that we left. I was almost home. So at the time, I worked about 40 minutes from my home. I was almost home before she called me and said, hey, my boss just called me and asked, how long do I plan on being out getting food? (laughs) I said, well, well, what are you going to say? She says, I don't know. I don't know. He texts me or whatever. This is what he says. I said, that's on you however you want to handle it. But I know when my boss calls me, I'm not answering. He's no longer my boss. You do not pay my bills. I owe him nothing. So that's that. Everything was fine and dandy. I'm like, girl, don't forget to file for your unemployment. All this sweet jazz. About... Two weeks later, she calls me, and I remember distinctively I was standing on my deck outside, in it's fall, and she calls me frantically, and she's like, "Oh, you know, just for, just for privacy reasons, we're gonna change the name to Marlin." Oh, Marlin, denied my unemployment. I said, excuse me? Yeah, they denied my unemployment. You told me I was going to get unemployment. (laughs) I said, well, what did you say? Well, I told them what you told me to say. Okay, but what did you say? Tell me what you said. She proceeds to tell me what she said. I said, that's not what I told you to say. She said, well, we're not going to get unemployment. I said, no, 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 I got my unemployment. Who which we <laughs> I said, I got my unemployment. I don't know why yours didn't go through. You didn't listen to me. I said, Obviously. at this point, all you have to do is just appeal it or talk to him and figure it out. She says, I I can't. Can you call him for me? <laughs>
0: Damn, girl.
1: <laughs> so me being the friend that I am. And you did it? I called him. Jesus. I called. At the end of the day, what do I have to lose? He wasn't, my, he wasn't my boss. That's what and my comes unemployment through, I could hear her complain or try to do something about it. So I call him, and he's like, Who is this? I'm like, It's Keish. And he said, You are the last person I expected to hear from. i'm
0: the last person i you i didn't expect to call you either
1: right so we go through i said what's going on with this thing with you know girl x and the unemployment blah 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 blah
0: he probably think you got some fucking nerve
1: i'm pretty sure he did but he didn't say it to me but his whole his whole tone told me i had some whole nerve. However, he proceeded to answer the question. That was the next question. Did he answer the question? He definitely answered the question. He handed me my ass over the phone and pretty much in a very white way said, now run, go tell that.
0: Thank you. I don't care. I only call for this information. You gave it to me.
1: Right. So I, I relayed the information to her. Hey, this is what he said. He said, you went about it the wrong way. And after, and after all the things that he's done for you, he, that he is highly disappointed with how you walked out. Mm-hmm. He didn't deserve that. And he owes you no favors. Well, Keish, what am I going to do? I, what, I don't know. What the know hell what you want te- me I, to do? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Now, this is a true story. Her and I spoke about this Sometime in December of 2021.
0: These are current events. Well, they ain't current, but it's still. Right.
1: Because we're still friends. This tea and, is still warm. And, you know, she was, you know, a little under the influence. So she started bringing stuff up. And she's like, and don't forget when you convinced me to quit. I said, whoa. Wait a minute. Hold on now. I didn't do that. Oh, yes, you did. And I didn't get an unemployment, bitch. Um. Okay. I didn't convince you to quit. Well, you didn't talk me out of it either because I'm a friend and I'm going to support you. <laughs> you not getting unemployment is your fault. You quitting was on your own accord. I didn't yeah. say do this or I'm never going to be a friend again. This was your idea this was your idea. She insists that I'm the reason why we no longer work there. No, I'm the reason why I no longer work there. When
0: I, when I listen to the story, it sounds like she was supposed to quit first and you accompanied her to quit. Yes. So I don't yes. understand how... Thank you. It sounds like she was... Because you said she said, I, I'm scared. I want you to come with
1: me. Right. Not only that, you... This is what happens. You, you, girl A. Girl A had a problem. Girl A presented a problem to girl B. Girl B said, so what you trying to do? Girl A said, I would like to no longer be here. Girl B said, stand up for yourself, I support you. Girl A in the last moment says, I am scared. Can you come with me? Girl B says, sure. Whose idea was this? Hey, Thank you. And B is still being blamed, and I don't see why. In my opinion, B
0: deserves a trophy. Thank you. Because
1: I ain't quitting for you, Frank.
0: <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I will walk you straight to the bridge, but I'm not going <laughs> to you. Absolutely not. <laughs> You deserve a trophy for that. <laughs> she don't even understand. You got to make sure she listens to this podcast and so can hear it from another person's point of view. Like, you know what?
1: <laughs>
0: you might be right. I never thought of it that way.
1: <laughs> so that is what's happened. And I have quit numerous jobs over my span of working, but those two have got to be my favorite.
0: I saw this meme More line. It said, "Once you start quitting jobs, you're just gonna keep quitting jobs. You can't help it. You're just gonna keep quitting jobs." <laughs> it made me laugh. I reposted it. But Man, if I we had a good job, I quit that job. It made sense at the time. I don't want to talk about it. but I, I been quitting think jobs I remember that one. Since. I've been quitting jobs ever since. But I, it's I so freeing
1: and exhilarating, and it is your. It is listen. It is your working adults' right. You don't need to be in the shackles of anyone or a paycheck. You know what? This ain't working for me. It's, I'm out of here.
0: It's it's I know that you you need money for your bills and stuff like that, but you're not about to talk to me sideways. Absolutely not. You're going to pay and you're going to pay and respect me for my quality service and that's just how I feel about that.
1: I I agree 100. Virgo Vergon. Thank you so much for allow me to be on your podcast. This is I, actually the first time I've accepted a podcast invitation and it's it's been great. It's been I, great.
0: I, I feel honored that <laughs> you was willing to accept it. When I thought about my topic, the reason why I picked this topic because the most trending topic, in, in, in especially in the United States, is jobs can't keep nobody. Oh, they can't find nobody for employment. And I'm, I'm going to collect a whole bunch of them, and I'm going to compile them all together. And I am I don't know if I need to send it out to every job. This is why nobody wants to work here. Maybe you should hear it from the people. You need to learn how to talk to people. You need to value people's time. They are persons. They have a life. Mm-hmm. you only got one third of them. Stop acting like you own them. Right. One-third of the day. Right. 70% of the time. Calm down. All righty, then. How about that for a guest? The Virgo Show. Season two. More to come. More to come. Let me see. Am I going to hit y'all with another story? We still got some more time. Trying to figure out what I could come with after that. I I had something written on this piece of paper. I don't know what to say. I was speechless for a minute. I almost fell out the chair a time or two or three. Hmm. Because I quit a bunch of jobs. I ain't even ashamed of it. I moved from up north, New Jersey, to Jacksonville, Florida. People don't know how to talk to you around here. treat you like you're a paid slave you should appreciate the fact that you even got a job i guess that works not here no not me no let's see here i got a big one for you but i'm saving that for the next episode I keep trying to hold back because I want to tell that story so bad. I got to hold myself back. Let me get a little one. I was working for a delivery service. I lived in Atlanta for a short period of time. It's cool. Shout out to Atlanta. Big up them dogs and them braves. Shout out to Atlanta. But anywho, I worked for a delivery service. It was cool. I made good money. It was frowned upon. I ain't tell nobody. I was ashamed of getting money. Ain't that something? It was frowned upon. I ain't tell nobody. I delivered. I got paid good money. Nice tips. I was fortunate when it came. I was able to help my kid. She was a senior in high school. She was killing me. Anyway, so I'm here in Florida. Me and them, we was pretty good in Atlanta, so I figured, you know what? I'll try it out again. See if it'll work out for me here. Nah, it was totally different. When I worked in Atlanta, I worked for the franchise store. I took classes. They taught me what I needed to know. I'm a quick learner between what I already knew, and I got good sense, so it was easy. Once I got here to Florida, it was a whole different ballgame, and I didn't understand because it's a franchise store. I see. It's different, eh? It was different. It was totally different. I knew what I had to do. I understood the assignment totally. So I just did what I was going to do. I'm the type of person that's going to do my work because I don't want nobody checking me. No, no. So anyway, I did what I was supposed to do. Nobody else did. They looked at me like I was strange. But it's cool. That's not my business. I come here to get my money and go home. I ain't got no friends here. None. All about the Benjamins baby. Some Maya Angelos, a couple rolls of those, yeah. Anyway. So one day I hear the managers talking about how they wanna apply some incentives for working. And I just I do what I'm doing, it makes me no difference. What every anybody else is doing. It's not my problem what they are or aren't doing until I'm asked to do it because they're not doing it. Look here. I wouldn't care if the manager sat and let everybody sit on top of the counter and play spades. I'm getting my money and I'm out. That's not my business. I ain't come here to babysit or manage. That's not my title. Whatever. And that's how I felt about this place. It was a very lax place everybody would just sit around and chill in the office there was three chairs i've never been to a manager's office that had three chairs before it's usually one you and the manager usually when they call you in and shut the door they usually got a piece of paper they want you to sign or talk about you usually don't want to talk about it or want to shut the door but that's not the point this manager would sit in the office and chill and i guess managers do that i don't know why there's work that needs to be done and you the team remember the manager sets the pace. The manager is supposed to lead the team. Now, if you decide that you just want to sit around and do nothing, your staff is watching you. They're going to sit and watch you do nothing, too. They're going to try out nothing. You, y'all you going to have a whole nothing party. I mean, y'all going to keep it cute, I guess, I suppose, you know, for TV or, you know, for for show. But at the end of the day, the manager is responsible for the work. I don't know if they know that. Not too many people explain that to them in a little guidebook. I believe these businesses just train these people on how to fill out these forms. They don't train them how to actually manage people. They don't, and I don't understand. Anyway, so this manager, he would chill with the staff. It will always be two and three of them. Yeah, this it's already two seats in there, so it's two people sitting and one standing around. And then I hear them having a conversation how they're going to come up with some incentive to get people to work harder. Work harder? You've been chilling with them. Hell, y'all smoking in the parking lot. But that's not my business either. I just came, did my, did my duty, got my change and dipped. Basically, I need a couple extra coins and I know how to go get it when I need it. And I know there was a good little honey hole when I was in Atlanta. They ain't had that much honey in this hole here in Jacksonville. Anyway, I was doing what I was supposed to do. Every every uh the work is divided. I'm into that. I believe in teamwork. Everybody got to get a little piece of it. I think it's best if everybody touch it, pass it around like like it's the collection plate. You got to be good for something other than uh sticking your hand out. You know, don't just uh get all excited and say go team when it's good. You know, you got to get down when it's bad when when the staff is low. That's when the manager need to roll up their sleeve or come out their shirt like the Incredible Hulk and and unbutton they button up and then roll up their sleeve or whatever they got to do to show the team that you there for them. That's the kind of manager I used to be. I don't manage no more. I need to, but whatever. I'm managing me. I ain't got time to be worried about everybody else. Ain't nobody got enough money to pay me to worry about nobody else. <laughs> I got enough problems. 99. I might have 105. But anyway... So, there was preset assignments for everybody to do. Like I said, I understood my assignment. I come in, there's a list. I look at what my name was. I did it. If My job was to do A, B, or C. When I came in, I prepared it. I I, I did it, pre-did it, and I set it up to be straight for when it's time to leave, you know, I'm gonna do my little duty, whatever. This particular day I come in, there's nothing written down. I know it's either A or B. So it's either this day I got A, even days I got B. It was an even day, so I did A. When it came time to leave, somewhere along the line, they wrote B down next to my name. But like I said, when I come in, I set up what I'm doing I do it, and it's straight. If that's what I'm doing, I maintain my area, whatever whatever it is, whatever you got my name written down for, it's good for the day. Ajax was, Ajax was here. You can see the difference. Anyway, at the end of the day, when it's time to leave, I get this, oh, you didn't do your duty. I said, what are you talking about? A is done. He said, no, we got you down for B. I said, I did B yesterday. It's always... One or the other. It was like, oh, we got you down for B. I'm like, whatever. So I did it. Like I said, it was a delivery service. So when it's the the unfortunate of a delivery service is, you never really know when it's time to go. You think it's time to go, but it might be one more ride. So it was, and I understand that. I learned the assignment, the script from when I was at the high pace store. So it was time to go, and I went, did the next ride, one more again, came back, it was hectic, hotels, they're annoying, if you're ever staying in a hotel, try to keep your phone on you so the delivery people could get in contact with you, they can't go upstairs, you probably didn't even know that, and besides, you don't really want them upstairs tripping around at your room, come downstairs, that would be nice, and if you do come upstairs, tip, hello, DoorDash is for rich people. It's a luxury service, like room service. Order some room service in a hotel and offer the person $2. They might flip your table. Anyway, so I did the hotel. I get back, and he hits me with the one more again. But I I, I understood the one more again the first time. But it's another one more again. We're about an hour and change away from when I was supposed to get off. Eh, Okay, I'm slightly annoyed, but... I go again. And I go take the one more game again. I've been ready. Most people are ready as soon as they get to work. I've been ready. I did my duty. I got enough money. I had enough fun. It's time to clock out and go home. Go back to guess where? Yeah. The same damn hotel they gave me annoyance. I go back to that same hotel, and it's like me and the guy was buddies because I was there 20 minutes waiting for whoever to come downstairs. I don't know what they was doing. They answered the phone like I surprised them. They must have forgot they ordered food. Anyway, he give a big tip, too. He, he, he compensated for my inconvenience. I didn't even make a big deal about it. It was actually worth the time. I go back to the hotel and drop it off real quick. It was a fast transaction. I get back to said happy place. I get ready to clock out again, and when I'm getting ready to leave again, it tells me there's one more thing to do. Hold up. What? You got me twisted. I done played this game with you already, and I done played this game with you already, and I done played this game with you already. One more game, and again... And again, uh, then A, B, and now you want me to do C. Now, mind you, you was just having a conversation earlier. You and your little baby managers meet and talking about how you want to give incentives for people. You want to give incentives to get the lazy people to work harder. But here you got somebody that was willing to do A, B. Now you're trying to throw C on them. didn't one more again, two or three times. When he finally got my, my my stuff together and told me I could leave. He got snippy with me. And he was like, you know, sometimes you got to stay a little late. I said, I understand where you're coming from, but it's how you did it and how you asked about it. You just threw it at me like I didn't have a choice. And I ain't for that. I can't go for that. And somebody else was there, a young lady. This, this was a... a, a a high school high school drama kind of place a young lady she was a child in my opinion I have children older than her the young lady she began to jump in and start talking nobody asked her to talk I wasn't even talking to her and I was trying my best not to be rude he's he is trying to have a conversation with me that should be had in the office right here on the floor the young lady felt inclined to join in and and go well my boyfriend he worked here too and he 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 got to stay. He don't get home till such and such night. I put my hand up and said, ma'am, I'm not speaking to you. And I turned my head back and continued to talk to him. I said, I understand where you coming from and all that good stuff, but I come from a corporate store, and I know exactly how this is supposed to go. I got rights. It's like you're holding me here hostage. I felt like a hostage. Like I couldn't leave, like it was a glue trap. I walked out the door and said, it's been real. And I ain't been back there. It's funny I tell this story because I actually had a t-shirt on today. (laughs) It's a cute shirt. (laughs) I went to my other job. What the hell? I I picked up a jacket. One job gave me a nice jacket. I said I would never wear it again, but I hung it up in my closet. It was cold. I went to reach in the closet. I saw it, laughed, and put it on. It's got my name on it. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for now. I got a big story for y'all, a big one coming. Uh, I quit a couple jobs. I got a big one too. I ain't talking about the big one. I don't want to talk about that. I I, I don't want to talk about that job I quit. But I quit a couple jobs I want to tell you. I got some more callers coming in. Everybody didn't make it this week. (laughs) More is to come. More is to come. Season 2, Episode 2. Hey, one more thing before I go. There's a little spot I'm gonna leave in the uh, bio, so you can leave a message. You can leave a voice message. We're expanding. Leave a voice message for me, or share the link with somebody you know who got a story to tell. I mean, you don't quit a job. Everybody don't quit a job. I ain't saying. And and if you if you still got the first job that you had since you was 17, and kudos to you. I've been there. Whew. I don't wanna talk about that. But um, if you got a story to tell. Because you might have been that person and now this is where you at. (laughs) I got a story to tell. Next episode coming soon. Hey, share this out. Share this out. I want some people to be ready for this. (laughs) Y'all be easy. The Virgo Show.